This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to Your Impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. It's been a while. It's been three weeks. Um, I have a perfectly good explanation for that, and that is not the fact that I uh, left, because I didn't. I have come back, as you can see, because the last episode would have been a terrible final episode, let's just say. No, unfortunately for me, uh, being in politic left me susceptible to other people, and especially students. Um, So I caught fresher flu. I thought it was COVID. It wasn't. I'm still going strong. Uh, what has it been? Two years? COVID-free. I'm doing really great. It's all that dirt I ate as a child. But unfortunately, I wasn't uh, safe against fresher flu. So I have been out of commission for the past three weeks. Uh, I didn't even have my voice for most of it. So I <laughs> I had to awkwardly email in and say, ooh, no show this week. Sorry. So, yeah, sorry. If my voice still sounds a bit weird, it's because I still have a terrible cough, um, but that's the only thing I have. I'm no longer sick, at least. I have been stuck bedridden for three weeks. It has been, it sounds good in theory. Like, it sounds like, oh, a little three-week vacation where I've been stuck in bed. It has been the worst. You'd think you'd have a lot of time to catch up on all, like, the media you missed and, you know, (laughs) at least chill out a bit. But you're also sick. So there's only so much you can do. And me, personally, I don't get sick very often. Like, not with, like, colds and flus and stuff. I don't necessarily do anything to protect it. I really just think I ate a lot of dirt as a kid. So I've got a pretty decent immune system. But because I am not usually sick, I don't actually know ways on dealing with being sick. So it was a very confusing thing for me. And it also wasn't very productive because I kept trying to make it productive, which made it worse. Let me explain. I have gone into many uh, depressive episodes before in my life. And because of that, I've done a lot of counseling and I've gotten a whole arsenal of, you know, things to do to get me out of said episodes, which are the basic kind of things that, you know, like get up, make your bed, get dressed have a shower, brush your teeth, small things like that, eat a meal. Very basic things, but huge in the way of depressive episodes because they're things that you normally can't even do properly. So because these are all that I know, I think it would do the same when it comes to being sick because I thought that uh, if I just, you know, worked on getting better or like worked on acting normal as usual I would be better if I'm acting better uh that does not work turns out that is incorrect don't do that uh that was not the correct thing to do for example I did uh a few for the first few days I made myself full breakfasts you know uh, a glass of orange juice on the side eggs on toast you know a regular breakfast I couldn't eat 
Like I couldn't eat a lot of food without just getting overwhelmingly sick. And I also had like a bad cough and a bit of a sore throat. So I was just torturing myself. Uh, I'd get out of bed and make it, but then like collapse just a few feet away from my own, like outside my room. I, I really just needed the rest and maybe I would have been over this a lot faster. Uh, but I was incredibly stubborn and didn't. I couldn't believe that rest was the best thing to do because that wasn't very productive. But once I figured it out, I ended up going the opposite end because I had things to do all week. I had very important things to do and I didn't want to miss them. Spoiler alert, I did. I missed all of them. But I wanted to get through it fast, so I ended up taking like a lot of... Uh, the cold medicine specifically for nights that are supposed to help you sleep during the day um, to try and get me to sleep more. Yeah, it also didn't go well because uh, it wasn't a natural sleep. And I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't, why that doesn't work, but it doesn't. It just wasn't good and it was weird. I might as well have been in a coma. Oh, we short coma. Now that's a break. Anyway, so I had a really rough time. That was just the first week. After the first week happened, I had missed everything that I was excited to do, um, like all my plans. So I couldn't do any of them. So I was just really bummed. So the second week, I actually uh, did normal sick people things. Uh, none of these included looking at my classwork, though, because I couldn't get my computer to work from my bed, obviously. Uh I'm also really behind on classwork. I'm working on it. Now I'm really behind on the radio show. But I'm working on it. So I thought I'd take you down all the things that I did while I was sick. Um, that's right. It's one of these episodes where I try and uh, give advice based on my own experiences. Let's face it. They haven't been good experiences, nor have they been good advice. Uh, so the first thing I did was I wheeled uh, a Chromecast monitor. Like a monitor with the Chromecast attached to it into my room on like a little table. And that was my entire entertainment uh, for the two weeks or three weeks, I guess, at this point. And so I did some basic things. I finished some shows that I had been watching. I started some new shows that I wasn't super into. In, and now a thing I do when it comes to media, uh, every time I've had a cold, every single time since I've been a teenager, I've done the same thing when I have a cold. And that is watch a bunch of Barbie movies. Which seems weird. And also not many people expect it from my personality. But I am incredibly, I'm a huge fan of the Barbie movie franchise. Now the reason I used to do this all the time is because, as I said, I never got sick very often. So when I did, it was maybe like once every year or so, like every few years. Whenever I got sick, there were new movies to come out to watch. There have not been that many new movies coming out to watch. Also, most uh, streaming platforms don't have a lot of them. Netflix has the more recent ones, um, but it took me a while. I think I found them on Neon were the old ones, which were the ones I grew up on and the ones that that pop off they are so good the ones that are like based off ballets and fairy tales they're so good 
I, I could do an entire episode just talking about them. I could break them down. I I'm just a big fan of the episode of the um Barbie franchise. So I ended up watching uh some of them. A lot of maybe like newer ones and some older ones. Uh at some point during the haze of being sick, I ended up not watching the Barbie films and watching all of the Tinkerbell movies instead, which also I'm a huge fan of because I had the comics when I was a kid. And so when they were uh, put into movie form, I was all over them. I absolutely loved them. I'm heartbroken that the one that they had a newer one that was supposed to come out. Uh, they stopped it like mid-production. And they would just cancelled it completely. Heartbroken over that. Also, all of them are incredibly solid movies, except for the one with the little human girl in it. I don't like that one. I don't need to see humans in my in my fairy franchise movies. I don't need this. I'm supposed to be having a whimsical fantasy time. Not not a little girl in cottage core life. Whatever. That's not my that's just not my favorite movie. So that's what I usually watch uh, when it comes to being sick. I really don't have any advice for other things to do. Actually, a thing that I did start doing, I don't know if this is like good advice. It's probably not. I don't like cold medicine like most people probably. And having a teaspoon of it sucks. So I've been putting it in a squirty bottle just to like squirt it into the back of my throat instead of just taking it. It's been better. I've enjoyed it more because I don't have to taste it this way or I don't have to taste a lot of it. And another thing I should probably mention, I'm allergic to a lot of cold medicine. Does does anyone think of that? Does anyone think of poor old me? I'm allergic to menthol, which is mint, basically. So most toothpaste, almost all toothpaste, in fact, I'm allergic to. All the ones that say that they don't have mint, like the charcoal ones, wrong they do because my mouth is burning (laughs) so clearly someone's lying anyway so because menthol is really good for like clearing up your sinuses and all that i'm allergic to most cold medicine um so i can't take lozenges is the best example that i've missed out on i i still know people to this day that carry lozenges around in their like purse and stuff to like just snack on because they're delicious apparently and they're like oh yeah they're nice and like my sinuses are clear and they're good and people offer them to me that and gum and i can't take them i i'm missing out on life i don't get it do you know what i have to have i have to have these i have them next to me they are manuka honey pops so they're lollipops made out of honey uh for children this is all I have to try and soothe my 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 sad sad self when I'm sick. And you know what? They're really good. I I'd get it if this is what lozenges taste like. They're not. I know they're all not honey flavored, but like they're good. I really enjoyed it. I was I was having a good time. Except when, like, I ran out of most of my cold supplies after, like, the first few days because our house wasn't stocked up. Because no one in our house has had COVID yet. And, but everywhere else has had COVID. 
So most cold stuff isn't available readily. So I really had to improvise with a lot of things. Uh, Mostly I was taking so much vitamin C, which I've heard two conflicting statements with that. One, people say vitamin C is like really good because that's what you need to keep your immune system stocked and like excellent. But I've also heard that there's no point in taking it when you are sick because it it won't make a difference. You're already sick. Your immune system's already working and it's not going to help with that. You're supposed to take vitamin C any time that you're not sick, I guess. Either way, I drank so much orange juice. I hate orange juice. I don't like oranges in general. Um, But being sick has for some reason changed how I see orange juice because it was the light at the end of the tunnel for me. I was so delirious and like had a fever and just coughing up a storm. And then there was just orange juice. You know, it really, it saved me through it. It brought me back. Shout out to orange juice. Really, not the pulpy kind. Not that kind. I do not do pulp. I do not. I absolutely will not have bits in my juice. I'm trying to have a pleasant time, and you're trying to put, oh, but it's like most of the fruit, and it's just more fruit. I don't care. How do you change the texture on me? I cannot do, I cannot do text changes. It's what ruins food for me. As if the texture is not what I'm prepared for it to be. If I'm eating mashed potatoes and I have to, like, I feel a bite, mm-mm, absolutely not. I'll never eat potatoes again. Anyway, that aside, orange juice, really good. I, I enjoyed it uh, this one time. But I also, uh, I did get some shopping while I was sick. Some things made sense, others did not. Uh, one of them was the fact that I have, I've now got six incredibly large oranges. When again, I don't like oranges. I never have. And even though I've enjoyed this orange juice time, I don't know that now that I've got a clear head, I would eat an orange. I don't think I will, and I don't know if I will. But they're also just sitting in my kitchen, and I don't want them to go bad. Because what a waste of fruit. But yeah, I have nothing to do with them. I don't want to look at them. I really don't know what else to say about being sick. Because as I said, I was very delirious a lot of the time. And I got very lonely uh, for a lot of it. Uh, The last two times I've been sick have been, obviously now, and while I was flatting. And both times, even though you live with people... You shouldn't interact with them because you're sick and you're contagious and you're gross. So no one wants to hang out with you when you're sick. And so it's very lonely. And so every time uh, I would talk to someone, I ended up like talking for so long because I hadn't talked to someone in so many hours. Uh, Which then became a problem by the second week because I think I got laryngitis, which means I had no voice at all. My throat was just bad and I had I had no voice at all. So every time I tried to talk to someone or like call them, nothing happened. And I was really upset. And what am I supposed to do with that? There was no, it was nothing to do. Being sick is so 
boring. You think it's going to be interesting. You remember times when you were a kid and you went, man, I sure enjoyed being sick because I didn't have to go to school. Boring. So, so boring. Being sick for maybe like three days max. That's that's probably it. That's probably, oh yeah, I've enjoyed this time where I've been sick because I've had three days off, but I'm also not missing out on too much. That's it. That's the good thing. Two weeks. Three weeks. Sorry, I keep feeling the third week. It has been a nightmare. I cannot, I, I cannot fathom going back to being a child and enjoying it. I've taken up a lot of time for this episode, uh, just talking about this. But as I said, I haven't spoken to anyone in so long. Um, even though people are actually talking to me again, I still haven't had a chance to talk. So I guess I'm doing it here. This is why I enjoy radio so much. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of the show, there is actually some changes that I thought I would go over. It's not many. So, as you know, I have decided to, you know, let go of the show um, and pass it on to someone else. No one else wants it. Uh, guys, hello, this could be a fun group project. It only sounds like it sucks because I'm doing it by myself. Get some friends and and take over the show. Whatever, that's not what I'm here to do. I don't need to keep advertising it. I advertised it before. Um, and people that want to do it, they'll they'll find it. They'll want to do it eventually. Um, but yeah, since no one's applying, it is still going to be me uh, until someone comes back. Which is fine, because uh, Volunteer South and the radio show have made a very lovely compromise, which is the show's going to be fortnightly now, um, which may suck to anyone that listens. But it's great for me, uh, because doing this weekly really was killing me. I honestly was so relieved uh, when I got sick that I didn't have to do the show, because I was just getting so tired, and it was like with everything that I've been doing, and it was just sucking the life out of me. Um, and I was just stressing over. I had crippling anxiety over what I was going to do. But fortunately, now it's uh, going to be bi-weekly. And so, you know, that just takes a lot of stress off doing it every week. Because every week doesn't seem like a lot until Monday rolls around. And then, oh no, I have to do a thing. And actually think about things. And then talk about things and edit about things. And then send in the things and hope they don't get lost. If anyone's noticed, there's an episode missing. It's episode 45. I don't remember what that episode's about. It's probably not very good, but it's missing. Um, if anyone finds it, please contact the studio, I guess. Um, or I could probably send it back in. I've still got everything. <laughs> but yeah, just thought I'd let you know what's going on with the show, in case you're confused to why you're not hearing this great voice every week. Or on Spotify or whatever you do. Does anyone even listen to the show? <laughs> Are we really sure I need to be here at this point? And just before we finish, I think I should uh, bring this all back to volunteering. Because that's the point of this show. I almost completely forgot that it's not just um, my diary, I guess. So <laughs> the only point that I want to bring up is 
that obviously I volunteer for two things. I volunteer for Dunedin Pride and I volunteer here uh, on the show. Dunedin Pride was recently in the paper because we just had our AGM, which was the thing I was really looking forward to that I missed out on. Um, because I kind of just got a promotion within Dunedin Pride. Uh, I'm now their volunteer coordinator. Who would have thunk I'm into volunteering? And yeah, I'm I'm bummed I miss out on it, but I was just really excited to see how many people went and how many people joined the board. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I want to talk about is volunteering being so great, and I'm honestly so touched uh, just by how much people cared that I was sick. Um, obviously, I've been in the workforce before, and every workplace is different. Um, but I've definitely had. Uh, some jobs where they're not too worried about me being sick and you know I just annoyed that I'm not turning up but the fact that everyone was so kind and like I got advice from my fellow board members I had Arena and Higino both give me some time with the show to like you know recover and sort myself out and just the fact that they put in and just the fact that they considered like how I've been doing uh, with like in my own life and how they've adapted the show specifically for me to make it easier for me to keep doing uh, something I love as well as, you know, keeping myself sane as well has just been so amazing and I appreciate it so much. But what I'm saying is that a lot of volunteer places are happy to bend over backwards like this because the thing with volunteering is they understand that your people more than just a worker bee another one another drone to carry on they know that you're people and that you're putting in your own time and your own commitment and they appreciate it and so they're happy to adapt uh with whatever is going on with you to make sure that you know, you're safe and healthy and okay with doing uh, whatever job that you're trying to do. It's such a unique experience that you never really get from many other places other than, you know, doing any kind of volunteering. And I think it's such a wonderful and very important thing to see um, just how much they do care. So that's kind of what I want to say. Uh, give volunteering a try because they genuinely care about you as people. Um, because they know that you care for what you're doing. You don't volunteer just because you volunteer because you care about it and you really want to put in the effort and try for it. And they understand like when things happen. If you're having mental health days and uh, need some time off, or if you're like me, you just get incredibly sick, they're happy to adapt and overcome and uh, make it work for everyone involved. And I love that. I I love volunteering. I think it's swell. Anyway, I guess that's all I have uh, for this episode. So I will see you in two weeks uh, with another episode. And it will be, uh, I will sound better because I'm hopefully be less sick. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.